someone asked me recently, apparently there's, you know how they do like uh, Tupperware parties and uh, like Cutco and, you know, they have people, your friends uh, sent out as, uh, as an army of salespeople to guilt you into buying things. So apparently there's a, a makeup company that does this also that uh, women get together and they get all their women friends together and they sell their makeup. So one of the, there are a bunch of them? Yeah, okay, I'm sure there are. So, uh, so one of them, one of the, uh, the companies advertises, or at least in, within the firm community, they advertise that they have a lot of Shabbos makeup. They have a lot of Shabbos options for, the, uh, for Shabbos makeup. So the question is, is there such a thing as Shabbos makeup? And if there is such a thing as Shabbos makeup, what would it take for, for, for uh, makeup to be Shabbos makeup? Now, obviously there's a tremendous desire for such a product because very often Shabbos and Yom Tov is one of the days or one of the few days that a that a woman is going to be in formal attire and in public, you know, she's going to go to shul and she's going to be amongst amongst her, her friends and uh, that very often is a time that she specifically wants to look her best and it's very hard to look her best if she's not able to put on any makeup. So what, what is all of the, what is the issue over here? There is a Gemara Masecha Shabbos that seems to be, to be pretty clear cut. The Gemara Masecha Shabbos of Tzadihei, Amadal says, Isha lo ta'avir srak al paneha, that a woman is not allowed to put on srak on her face because that is a violation of the Malacha of Tzoveya. It's a Mishnah, it's not just a Gemara, Mishnah in the 10th parak of uh, Masecha Shabbos, there is a machlokas in the Mishnah, though, whether that is Nisadar Raisa or Nisadra Banan. The sheet of the Chachamim is that it's only Nisadra Banan of Tzovea, whereas the sheet of Rabbi Eliezer is that it's Nisadar Raisa of Tzovea. How do we paskin whether it's Nisadar Raisa or Nisadra Banan? So, Bis Yosef and Simon. Shin Gimel, Libra Maskel, Velolikhol, says, is Medaik from the Rambam, that the Rambam holds like the Chachamim, that it's only an Isser Midra Banan, that it's not an Isser Midra Oraisa. However, the Smag in Losa Seisamachai and uh, other Rishonim, the Urayim in Kufbeis, both say that it is a, uh, it is, it both hold like the Sheet of Rabbi Eliezer, that it is a violation Mida Oraisa. So this is a Machlokas Tanayim, whether it's an Isser Daraisa Drabanan, Machlokas shown him how do we paskin whether it's in a Sadar Sidra but in the Machlokas makes its way all the way down to the Achronim, the Maginav Raman Simishin Gimel, Sifkat Nyutas, Paskins like the Rambam, that it's in a Sidrabanan, like the Chamim, the Chayadam quotes both Shitos and doesn't say which one is the correct one, quotes both Shitos, Mishabru and Archa Shulchan also assume that it's in Isir Midra Banan. Now Pashtus is you would say when you have Machlokas Chamim and Rablazar, you'd always pass like the Chamim. So generally speaking, the majority of Rishon and Paskin the way you would expect them to Paskin that it is an Isra Midra Banan. Now the uh, the idea that it's an Isra Midra Banan may be um, useful to us in some way, but on the surface it doesn't really help us. Meaning on the surface, we, we observe both mitzvahs daraisa and both Isra Midraisa and Isra Midra Banan we refrain from. So if it's an Isidra Raisa, it's a terrible Avera. If it's an Isidra Banan, it's a very bad Avera. So either way, it's an Avera. How does it help us to say that it's an Isir Midra Banan? So first of all, anyone who's makil on the issue of Shabbos makeup has to start with the assumption that it's an Isidra Banan. If they're going to start with Isidra Raisa, then the whole thing doesn't get off the ground. The question is, what would make it Rabbanan? She's taking something that's colorful and that actually colors her skin, that colors her lips, her face, her eyes. How can you call that not Sovea, anything but 
Tzoveya. So the Chayyadim explains, based on the Rambam, that, uh, that, that, that maybe when you put this Srak or this Serek, uh, that's something that's uh, only temporary, it's not Meskayim, and because it's not Meskayim, that itself is only going to, is going to make it an Isamid Rabbanan. What does it mean it's not Meskayim? That it doesn't last for a long time. That's a very, very difficult Gedar to really figure out what's called something that lasts for a long time. In fact, we find by different Malachos, you have a different Gedar for each of it. All, all of the, everything I'm saying is taken from two, two, two books. There's uh, Rabbi Ribiat and Rabbi Jachter um, in his uh, third volume of Grey Matter. Both uh, discuss this. Um, so uh, the in Rabbi Ribiat, ironically, also in volume three, I think that's where Tzavea is. So the, uh, the, the, it's interesting that even within Malachos, you have different Gedarim of what's called Meskayim and what's called not Meskayim based on the Malacha. For example, you have uh, by Bona, by the Malacha of building, the Primagadim writes in Eshel Avram, Simon that a building that lasts eight or nine days is called a Binyan Kavua. But if it doesn't last eight or nine days, it's not called a Binyan Kavua. Yet you have by the Malacha of Kosher, when it comes, the Ramar writes uh, that, that, when, that, that two Shitos about what's called a Kesher Shel Kayama. Does it have to be that it lasts just one day to be defined as a Kesher Shel Kayama, or that it lasts seven days to be called a Kesher Shel Kayama? That's also a different gather of what's considered permanent. Yet when it comes to the Malacha of Bishel, for example, the Rambam in the 12th parak of Ilcha Shabbos holds that if you heat up metal to a glow till it gets red hot, that's a violation of Bishel. Even though the second you stop heating it, it's going to right away cool down and it will and, and, and it will be gone. So it's not at all a uh, something that's that's going to stay for a long time. But still, apparently that's miskayim enough for the for the halachos of Bishel. So the Minchas Chinuch suggests that since when a person puts on makeup, they are accomplishing what they intend to do, they're accomplishing coloring their, coloring their face for as long as they want it to be colored, that is therefore called miskayim. So the Minchas Chinuch is not, uh, does not agree with this idea that maybe it's only the Rabban because it's saying miskayim. He says the definition of miskayim is for whatever you want, for that malacha, whatever the normal the normal uh, time is for that malacha, just like by Bishel, that uh, when, when you heat up the metal, the normal time for it to stay, red hot, is a very short period of time, so that's called miskayim for that malacha. So for for putting on makeup, that's called miskayim for the malach of tzavea. Another possibility is suggested by the Mishnah Bruin. The Mishnah Bruin, the Mishnah Gimel, Sivkat Nayin Tess, writes that the reason it's not midaraisa is de'ain svia midaraisa al or ha'adam. You can't have tzavea da'oraisa on human skin. That that would not be a violation of tzavea da'oraisa on the human body. That's quite a chiddush also. There's a discussion in the Gemara Meseches Ksuvos. The Gemara discusses bia b'tchila b'shabes, and uh, in that sugya, the Gemara talks about mapis morsa. If a person pops open a pimple on Shabbos, and the Gemara suggests that there could be a violation of bona if uh, the purpose is to is to make a pet, to make a uh, to make an opening. So apparently the malach of bona can be violated on the human body. There are other malachos malach of kosev can be violated on the human body. Why is it that we would assume the malach of tsoveya cannot be violated? There's a discussion in the poskim where the malach of tofer can be violated midaraisa in the body of sewing. And there's very no gelamaisa when doctors have to do stitches. Is it better if you have the option to glue or to stitch? Is it better to do the glue than the uh, than, than than the stitching? Perhaps All right, it's a different discussion for a different time. But that's a discussion in the postcom as well. So the the chiddush that there's no tzaveya on the human body is quite a chiddush. That's what the Mishnah Bura suggests. But it is quite a chiddush. And the Ketzos Hashulchan points out that women normally 
when they put on makeup, they plan on taking it off within within a few hours, and therefore that would make it soveya almanas limchok that uh, it's uh, when, with the intention to erase it soon after, and therefore a woman's face is not considered something that's normally painted on in in a, in, in a way that's miskayim at all, and therefore it's not going to be an isur darais. It's only going to be an isur darabanan. But again. All of that, whatever the explanation is for the shita that it's an iser drabanan, an iser drabanan is still an iser. So that's why there are a significant group of poskim that hold that there's no such thing as Shabbos makeup. That any makeup that a person is going to put on on Shabbos is going to be a violation of an iser. As Rosh Hashanah is called Shmir Shabbos Kilchas Aparikidalid Os Nun Tes and footnote number Kuf Nun Ches over there and Rosh Hashanah in Shevet Alevi Chelik Vav Siman and Gimel also says this way that there's simply no such thing. As Shabbos makeup, because it's so, it's all going to be at least an iser midar abundant, potentially even according to some rishon iser midar The major mekilim on the topic are Rav Moshe Feinstein and Rav Vad Yosef. So some pretty big names on the tzad lekula as well. But even the the, the those who are mekil have uh, it's 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 with with major caveats. It's with very in very limited circumstances. First of all, why is there a push to be mekil? So Rav Vadia writes in his tshuva in Yabia Omer. Rav Vadia has two tshuvas. He has a tshuva in Yabia Omer and in uh, Yichavadas. Yabia Omer chelik vav archaim simon lamerches and Yichavadas chelik dalit simon chavches. And he writes that uh, that if a woman is not able to be made up, she's not able to put on her makeup, that could be mafria the shalom bias. It could affect the shalom bias. That's what the Gemara in Shabbos of Samach Dalit says. Rabbi Kiva allowed it, allowed women to wear makeup even when they were bishasni dasan, in order to. Uh, <coughs> to ensure shalom bias between the husband and the wife. So that's an important idea that we want to make sure that the shalom bias is not, uh, is not disturbed at all. Uh, also, Rav Vadya writes in his Shuvah in Yechavadas that women do it. They, they put on makeup. And Hanak Lem Yisrael in Lav Nevi'im, B'nai Nevi'im Heim, if Klal uh, Yisrael is not Nevi'im, or B'nai Nevi'im. So if they're doing something, if it's something that's so widely practiced, there must be some justification for it. So Rav Vadya works with that idea that there must be some heter. So what is the the heter? So the uh, again, the, if we work with the idea that it's only Nisad Drabadan to begin with, the Ketzos HaShulchan is, is Mechalik, between serek that the Gemara describes um, and blush that people use on skin today uh, because blush is put on without any foundation. If it's put on without any foundation, nothing to make it stick to the skin, then maybe it's not even permanent enough to be called the Yisr Drabanan of the Srak Al-Paneha. That that's, uh, even if you hold the Srak Al-Paneha as an Yisr Drabanan, maybe this is so temporary Provided there's no oil base, there's no foundation, that it would be uh, that it would be mutter. Ravadia, however, says that's only if the powder itself uh, that that you use doesn't have any oil base. Uh, Rabbi David Heber, one of the experts on this topic, wrote an article on the Star K website, and he writes that uh, that you can't read the ingredients to tell that there's no oil base. A lot of times it won't appear in the ingredients, but there will be uh, an, an oil base. Rav Moshe writes this in a tshuva. He writes very, very cryptically in Archaim Chelekal Kufya Dalid that if you have this white powder that's Eno Meskayim Klal, then it's uh, not a violation of Tzoveya. Who uses a white powder? Probably a colored powder. So later Tshuva, says, yeah, I mean colored powder also. Lav Dafka, white powder. But if it's Eno Meskayim Klal, then it's not a violation of Tzoveya. And again, the assumption he seems to be working with is that if it only lasts for a very, very short period of time, then it's not a Malacha at all. Meaning there are three levels of Malacha. So it's Meskayim for a long time, that's Daraisa. Then there's something that's saying, that's Rabbanan. 
Then there's something that's so temporary, it's not even Eina Muskayim. It's like it's, it's it's there for just such a brief period of time that that would uh, that that would not be called a malach at all. For example, tying shoes on Shabbos. Why why is that not a violation of kosher? Because you tie and untie them within a matter of hours every time. You don't even leave them tied for uh, for a day. It's nothing. It's uh, you know it's 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 such a short period of time. Uh, to, to, to closing a baby's diaper would be another example. Isn't that a violation of Topher? You're sticking the, the baby's diaper closed? Now most of the posts can assume that that's totally okay because it's not going to stay that way for very long. Now it's also important to be aware that when they say Shabbos makeup, there are two different things that, uh, that are meant. There's, uh, and they're exact opposites of each other. There are two types of Shabbos makeup that are, that are marketed. One is what we're describing. It's just a powder. It's not... Obviously any lipstick that, uh, that's on a stick is also a violation of Mareach. In addition to the violation of tzoveya. So even the, the, the lipstick that they have is a powder and a non-oil-based powder, so they try to avoid the, uh, the violation of tzoveya. And again, that works according to Moshe, it works according to Rav Avadia, does not work according to Rav Shlomo Zalman and to Rav Asner and, uh, and others. But that's one type of Shabbos makeup. The other type of Shabbos makeup that they advertise is the exact opposite. It's a makeup that is so strong it, it, it sticks to the face in such a strong way that it, it like doesn't come off. And what they mean when they call that Shabbos makeup is that you won't need to put on makeup on Shabbos if you put this on right before Shabbos because it's going to last you through the entire Shabbos. It's like guaranteed that this is going to stay through the entire Shabbos. That would be really bad to put on on Shabbos. That would be probably Daraisa to put on Shabbos. So a person has to just be aware which one is, is which. You have to, you have to can't confuse our Shabbos makeup for, uh, for, for other Shabbos makeup. Um, it, Rabbi Heber uh, points out that, uh, that Rav Moshe writes in his tshuva that he did a lot of testing of different types of makeup to see what does stick, what doesn't stick, you know, what, what works, what doesn't. And the implication you get from Rav Moshe is that the indication is that, that you need someone who knows what he's doing to actually test it. It's not good enough to say, oh, okay, it looks like a pattern. Uh, you have to have someone who's an expert in the area who knows what it is. Rabbi Jack even goes so far as to compare it to Shimush and Maros of Dam of Nida. That you can't just say, oh, it doesn't look so right to me, so it's okay. A person has to be trained to know what to look for and to know to know how to how to look at a mara. So he said, maybe when it comes to this also, that you have to specifically should have ashkacha. That if you wanna, if it has a starke ashkacha, I don't know if starke does a makeup. I don't know what they. But it should dafka should ashkacha. It should be some something that uh, that someone who actually knows what he's talking about has taken a look at it and has tested it in order to be able to use it. Again, many are machmir mikol v'kol and uh, would only be able to to use the. Uh, the, the, the pre-Shabbos makeup, the Erev Shabbos makeup, not the, the Shabbos makeup. But those who are makeup um, on, the, uh, on the Shabbos makeup itself to be very careful with, the, which, with exactly which, which brands are, are used.